Blog Talk Radio. Along of all that line 
regards to topics. We do have a caller that is on the switchboard. Not sure who it is. Uh, Ms. Vanilla Sky, are you expecting anyone this evening? Um, not sure. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I might. I don't do. know. <laughs> <laughs> the caller number is 3741. Do you know who that is? Three seven four one. No, actually, I don't. Me either. So, what we're gonna do? Um, <laughs> uh, we're gonna go ahead and see who that is. So, caller number three seven four one. If you're listening, say what's up. What's up? Ah, Heather's number one fan. Oh, you recognize my voice? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you're giving out my government. Vanilla <laughs> All they got to do is go back and re-listen to the previous shows, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the show. the biggest one today is the bombing in Boston. Pretty. Oh, who? The bombing in Boston. Oh, go ahead. Don't tell me you haven't heard of this yet. Um, basically, I guess near the finish line, two bombs went off, and it's killed two people, one of which was an eight-year-old child. 132 were injured. 25 are in serious condition, and I believe it's 17 are in critical condition. Um, and out of all of those people, eight of them are children. And they said there was blood and limbs everywhere. And, of course, it seems like it might be some type of terrorist thing, but, you know, of course, they're looking into all that. It's just, it's really sad. And I guess there were 21 people from Northern Virginia. Mr. Scott, did you did you put those bombs out there? No, it wasn't me. Not this time. No, let me not even joke with that. Were you upset with the show that started on time, so you decided to put the bombs at the finish line? No. No, that's terrible. It's it's really sad. I hope I don't know what the reasoning is. It was obviously deliberate. There are a lot of people mad. America, Americans. Um, I just don't know what it is, but it was obviously deliberate. So it's pretty sad. And I'm hearing a lot of background noise. A lot of background noise. Hmm. Merlo, Merlo, why don't you go over the house rules real quick? Because I'm hearing a whole lot of background noise. Oh, sorry, that's me. I'm outside tonight. I decided to take it to the streets. Ah. <laughs> We're talking about music of yesterday and music of today. So I decided to take it to the streets. So I stepped outside, and that's what you hear. All right. All right. But <laughs> <laughs> the house rules are <laughs> if you're participating <laughs> on the show or if we unmute you for whatever the reason, 
maybe. Uh, go ahead and put your phone on mute unless you have something to say. If you don't have anything to say, go ahead and put your phone on mute so we don't hear the background noise like I'm doing, which is so rude. But go ahead. That's it. <laughs> yes, Marlo is so rude. But anyway, that was I, – I picked just that topic today just because it's so serious, and this world is is crazy. It's becoming crazier and crazier every every single day, and I think it's just really sad what happened, and I'm a little afraid to find out why it happened and the reasoning behind it and who did it. So, and I was told that D.C. is on high alert right now because of this, so. But, um... Anyway, moving right along, I got a little bit of a celebrity gossip thing I want to share, and that's that Kevin Hart was arrested for a DUI. Apparently, he failed his sobriety test, and he got arrested, and he said it's a huge wake-up call for him. And am I alone on the phone? <laughs> no, I'm still here, and your number one fan is, okay. too. I guess you put a phone on me. <laughs> He went to get called out, you know. <laughs> Felt like I was alone there for a moment. All right, so that's my that's my news for today. That's what I got. So that's all the news you have for today. That's what I have. I don't know. I'm sure there's something to talk about the the North Koreans and the U.S. still talking about this <laughs> craziness. <laughs> <laughs> same old, same old. I mean, they hate us. We, you know, we don't know why. We hate them. Whatever. That means nothing this, I've heard has changed. Well, I've heard um, apparently um, <laughs> their their leader, their birthday is this week. So it's possible that the missiles or nukes could possibly go off at any time. I and then do. someone was saying that, um, it may be like a stand-down type of thing, and they're trying to send a message to their troops pretty much to let them know, look, it, it's not that serious. I don't know what y'all are thinking about. You know, your your people are malnutritioned. You know, you don't have the, the financial resources. What are you doing? So it's almost like they're saying mm. they want to kind of overthrow the leader, so to speak, but they don't want to overthrow the leader because, you know, that's the leader of the country. You know, you don't want to do that. But, you know, that's my little piece of that tonight. A little bit of tea, mm. a little bit of gossip. Do your research, people. Do your research. Yeah, you're up on that type of stuff. I'm going to leave that one on to you. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like that now. Yeah, it's like that now. It's always going to be like that. <laughs> All right. Well, again, tonight's topic is music of today versus the music of yesterday. Um, so we're going to talk a little about the music of yesterday. So as you heard, well, if those for you that actually heard the introductory song, we were a little late tonight, um, it was Lionel Richie, Nothing Left to Give. A lot of people don't recognize good music when they hear good music. And to me, the music of yesterday always has a meaning. There's always something that everybody can relate to. You know how you grew up and you would listen to mom and daddy and auntie and uncle and whoever in the kitchen singing and maybe playing them old, old songs. You'd be like, what in the world? Why do they keep listening to this mess? But, you know, it's not until you get older that you realize that those actual mm -hmm. songs had meanings. And, 
you know, it's actually, you know, something that you can relate to. And then you think about the music of today, you're like, why do the people listen to this music? You know, half the time you don't understand what the artist is trying to say, what they're talking about. And it's almost almost like they are lost. They don't understand anything, and they're just singing to whatever tune because they have nothing else to do. And it's just like, wow, I could have made this track. You know, I could have made this mm-hmm. music, you know, if, if if it's that easy just to make a song or whatever, I could have did this. I could have made this money. And it's just it's just yeah. totally different from where it has come from. It's totally different. It is definitely completely different. To me, a lot of the older music, like you said, it's just it means something. Um, it's more poetic, I would say. It, the lyrics are definitely, they stand out way more. Now you hear lyrics and you're like, what? I don't even think half the people that are, you know, <laughs> are the the actual musicians today even know what the hell they're talking about in some music. You know, the, the lyrics today are so ridiculous. And I'm when I say that, I'm mostly speaking of rap music, and I apologize, but it has gotten completely out of control ridiculous with, with the lyrics. They're stupid. Rins, hens, women, you know, ass this, booty shaking that. You know. <laughs> Chicken noodle just... soup, bitch. Chicken noodle soup, bitch. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who the hell? Like, what were you? I mean, I just. Okay, it's okay. It's, it's great. Fun, it's funny for a joke or, you know, some of the beats are nice. For a club or something like that, but it's like they, you know, people say that music is very um, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, influential, basically, with children, kids these days, and it is. You put emphasis on sex and money and you know material things, and then you're going to have kids thinking that's what that's what they need to have in order to be cool or whatever, then, you know, that's what they're looking at. If you put emphasis on other things, you know, then kids will follow that and they'll follow suit. And I, I just think that that is very true. And um, there's so many people out here trying to become rappers or you don't see anybody trying to become, you know, just singers and, and do ballads or anything meaningful hardly it's it's all about rap music lately and and they're just saying the same shit just in a different way sometimes you know they might say dollars and you know first as as opposed to friends (laughs) and you know it's just the same with a different name (laughs) well vanilla so we all know that you also write music and actually you were in the studio just a uh, week ago, I believe. Yes, I was. <laughs> okay. So, if you had to put yourself in a genre of music, or the music that you actually deliver, what would genre would you put yourself in? I'm not sure what ballads would fall under, but I do ballads. Love ballads, love songs. Um, anywhere between, you know, that and mid-tempo music. Um I'm not really sure what genre that was fall under. Uh, it's not really R&B. So I'm not soft rock, maybe. I'm not really sure what that falls under, but um, I, do, I do love ballads. 
that's my thing. That's my niche. And love is always relevant and it's always important. And everyone can always relate to love once shape, you know, or form. They can always relate to it, whether it's good, bad, ugly. It's something you can relate to. And, um, you know, not to say everybody has to do that to be, you know, but it's just you don't you don't find that too much anymore. You don't find too many people going that direction. People are going after what's more popular, which is rap, and what sells more and what's played in the clubs more, and they want to get out there. And it's just, you know, like it's not going anywhere. There's so many people trying to be rappers now, and it's pathetic. It's just pathetic. I mean, even even um, I guess you would call him the manager. The person that deals with me, um, he's he's like, I'm done with the rap thing right now. I'm focusing mm-hmm. on this. And he says, I'm a balladiva. That's a cute little nickname. I like that. But, you know, he's focused on the ballad aspect because it's just like a lost art almost. People don't do that anymore. Even when they slow down a song, it's like, oh, I'm going to fuck you later. Da, da, da. It's never like, <laughs> you know, it's never really about love anymore it seems there's some but it's few and far between it's the focus is not on anything but you know money material possessions hoes bitches whatever it's just sad and i don't know hmm. huh. what yeah. does tim have to say on the subject what I have to well i'm old school i'm, I'm old school from the heart, you know, so old school love music never dies. Um, you look at some of these new artists right now, they like one hit wonders. Um, you know, they make one hit and then they drop off the map. You know, I'm into, you know, classics, you know, like the Barry Whites, the Teddy Pendergrass, the Luther Van, oh. the, the music that Luther. lasts forever and, it's, and they're still relevant today. You know, OJ, um, OJ, yeah, OJ's, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all about straight old yeah. school. Now, that now that doesn't mean that sometimes I don't want to rock out to Lil Wayne or, you know, <laughs> I, I, I enjoy, you know, when when I'm in a gym, you know, I, you know, I, I need something to kind of get me amp pumped up. I might, I might listen to some Two Chain or something like that, you know. Uh, but do I think these guys have the the stuff that make them stay, and when you hear from these guys ten, fifteen years down the line, I think not. Mm-hmm. You know, hmm. uh, and I like to listen to that sometimes as well. You know, you dance to some of that stuff. That's the that's, you know, the beats are great, like I said. But as far as meaning goes behind it, it's not. Nothing means you know. There's not too many songs I can think of that give me any type of meaning. They're like Mirror on the Wall, which Bruno Mars and um. Little Wayne that has a little substance to it, but a lot of the songs don't. Sometimes you just want to rock out, you just want to shake your ass and dance, whatever, and then it's great. But you know, substance-wise, a lot of that stuff doesn't have any substance, in my opinion. I can't think of a single artist, R&B artist, right now that I can come close to comparing to Luther Vandross as far as style, delivery, mm. stand power. I can't think of a single one. I love and, him. And today's, and today's uh, you know, generation. I mean, if you guys mm-hmm. can think of one, please give me one. But I can't think of a single one that can hold a match to him, to be honest with you. No. I know one. Who? 
Merlo. No, please. You love me, baby. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. See, this is my music is fucked up today. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I like Maxwell. I think he's got a beautiful voice. I love, love, love Robin Thicke. I think he's he's great. And we all know who do I love, Merlo the most. What's that chick name? Come Alicia on. Keys. She is the bomb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Vanilla, Vanilla Sky got wet for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> She's the bomb. Did y'all hear how she did it? She's the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> She's got, you know, that, I'm not saying I love every song she puts out now, but she has, stop laughing at me. She has. She has a lot of songs with substance that you can really feel, and I'm very bitter that I didn't make her conscious Sunday that day. But anyways, she has a lot of songs with substance, and she's super talented, super talented. I, mean, I like Alicia Keys, but she does. She has a studio voice. I don't know if you've ever seen her live. No. It's, it's not something to be desired, to be honest with you. Ooh. Really? And I like and I like Keys. I mean, I think she's talented. I mean, she plays piano. She's beautiful. I think she's hot. I definitely date her. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hearing her live is oh my god! I, I'll put Beyonce above her as far as live performances. Well, but the, Beyonce, she does give you a performance. You know, she she's more of a performer to me. I mean, she can sing. Don't get me wrong, America. Even you, Beyonce. I know you're listening. Uh, you are definitely a performer, honey. Yes, a performer, <laughs> more so than a singer. Entertainer. Yeah. Yes, an entertainer, which is okay. That's all right. But yeah. I, I think she's got a beautiful voice, and she's a beautiful woman as well. I've never heard Alicia Keys live, so I don't know how that would be. I I know I heard of Keith Clint live, and that was pretty bad. But <laughs> anyway. when you get a chance, Google Google her um, performing live. Either one of us song, you can definitely tell the difference. Mm. There is a big difference live. I mean, as far as even just me thinking of myself, it's a big difference between a studio version of your voice and a live version. I mean, I, I love strong, powerful voices. I mean, I, I, I even think Jennifer Hudson can blow the roof off of a house live. Oh, yeah, Jennifer Hudson, yeah. And some people have it. Some people have a yeah. studio voice. Some people have that, that voice that translates in a concert. If, I, if I'm going to spend $100 on a show, I want I want to be able to enjoy the song. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, it don't have to be close to studio, but I want it to be, you know, I, I want to be able to tell the difference. I mean, I mean, I'm going to not tell the difference. I mean, I want it to be close to the studio version of it. And I want it to move me. I mean, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I want to be moved. So where do so, you think that... Go ahead. Where do you, where do you think that... um? The music, I don't want to say went wrong because that sounds so negative, but <laughs> where do you think that, <laughs> you love what I think, but where do you think, what do you think happened that changed the focus of music these days? 
you have any clue? I mean, I'm sorry, repeat that. What do you think happened that changed the focus of music today from where it used to be to now? I think the absence of live bands has uh, has destroyed music. I mean, it used to be a time you, like Barry White, used to perform with the entire orchestra. I don't know a lot mm. of people don't know this, but he did. Strings, horns, <laughs> you know, the whole thing. Uh, that's missing. Uh, There's probably one last group out there that still performs with a, with a, a full band, and that's Mint Condition. And they sound awesome. I don't know if you guys heard them live. I like Mint Condition, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the last of the great bands. You know, Do you all like Maroon Five? Huh? Maroon Five? I mean, I like Maroon Five. I mean, I mean, they're not really soulful to me. They're kind of more like pop. I mean, I like all yeah. music. Let me just say that off the top. I mean, I do like, I mean, I, I got my room five in my iPod. But, um, you know, but when I'm in a romantic mood, my room five is not in rotation. No, no. <laughs> well, we know where your mind is at right now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Who is Maroon Pie? You know you what? know the guy from The Voice, the judge from The Voice with the uh, tattoos with the, the scraggedy beard? The white kid? Okay. He He's sings Sunday morning. She will be loved. I know you know who Maroon Five is. Maybe I don't know who they are, but I probably heard the song. What? It's a white group. It's a white group, but they 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 nice. They all right, but but they hardly soulful. You have to admit that, another oh. guy. <laughs> and they're not soulful, but they are good. They're a band. They're they're are good. Are they popish? Are they rock? A little Probably. bit, I think, in between. Right? Probably pop, rock. Yeah. Yeah, in between, I would say. Yeah. They're really good. I like a lot of music, though. I like a lot of different styles. But I do like Maroon 5. They've been around a while, and they're very talented. And the guy's sexy. So that makes it even better. <laughs> but, yeah, Maroon 5 is great. I have to school you after the show, Merlo. You have to learn. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't really think music went wrong, um, per se, to go back to your question. I just I feel that people have gotten out of touch what music really is. I think that a lot of people have turned it into a business opportunity, and they lost the actual sense of music they they lost the audience per se I mean am I making sense or do I sound stupid no you make sense and I think that I think that um they lost the art and artist to be honest you know it's I, I think the word artist is used too loosely you know mm-hmm. You, if you only repeat what other people are saying, then you can't come up with your own stuff and your own your own way of doing it, make it stand out from the rest. Then why? How would you call yourself an artist? How could you call yourself an artist? You know, an artist is someone who. What does it say? An artist is someone um, who cannot be defined or without definition. Or it's, I forget what the saying is, but basically, you know. Develop your own music. Develop your own style as much as you can. Develop something that makes you stand out. 
And so many people are like, oh, I want the money, I want the women, I want the cars, I want this and that. So they're following whatever the next, the last person did and see if they can do that too. A lot of people are doing this for the wrong reasons and it's very obvious by their music because it sucks. You know, you're like, so okay, you just go ahead. So it's pretty much like when you when you do your paintings and things of that nature, you know, you're an artist. Is what you put on paper is your your interpretation of whatever it is that you're you're graphing per se. So that is what mm-hmm. makes you the artist versus being the copycat. Yeah, I can pick up a painting and try to copy it too. And then that's I'm sorry? Are you Picasso? No, not. (laughs) Not even close. I mean, I can copy somebody else's artwork and it's not really, I mean, it's art, but it's not, it's just, (laughs) it's not going to be the same effect as if I come up with something else that's my own. You know, it's just, and a lot of people do that. They just want, they do the music thing for the wrong reason, just like any other job. You don't go be a teacher if you don't like kids and you don't want to deal with their asses. You don't go be a teacher. You know, you find something you're good at that you can stand out in, and that's what you do. And not everybody is cut out to be a, a, a singer, a rapper, an artist. And they do it anyway for the notoriety, and then they suck. <laughs> it's like you're not getting anywhere. Just uh, So... You know, and I'm not saying don't do it if you enjoy it. If you enjoy it, do it, but be realistic about yourself. Be realistic about your abilities, um, you know, and keep your day job and do it for fun. <laughs> so, you know. Now, we do have someone that's on the switchboard, so let's take it back to the switch. Oh, we have a, quite a few people that are on the switchboard. So we're going to pick it up with caller number 7295. Caller number 7295. If you can hear us and you can speak, say what's up. Is that you? Is that you? All right. Okay, we're going to go ahead and put that caller back on hold. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to take it to another line. Uh, caller number 9130. If you can hear us, say what's up. What's up? What's going on? How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. All right. Welcome to Firmal Entertainment. Um, did you have anything that you wanted to say? You want to introduce yourself to the people tonight? Uh, yeah, you can call me B. Um, yeah, what I wanted to say is I think it's actually a mix of things. I don't think that, you know, the onus is entirely on the uh, the artist. I think the industry has also gotten twisted. You know, um, a lot of people in the industry are probably just trying to put things out there that, you know, the general population is going to, uh, you know, quickly, you know, listen to and want to buy stuff that, you know, is actually going to sell and not necessarily something that the artist actually intended to be um, what their music was for. You know, it's all it's all about money. So when people are putting out these one-hit wonders, they're just trying to make a quick tune so they can get a record or so they can get a check. I mean, for the people that's actually putting out the one-hit wonder, I mean, part of it is probably the artist, but at the same time, I think a lot of it is actually 
the the uh, the company behind the artist, the company that's actually producing the music and marketing the music, because all they're out to do is make money. So it's in their best interest to actually have someone, uh, especially in a, this, the case of a one-hit wonder, because a one-hit wonder, you know, they're when you get your first deal, you're not making a whole lot of money. So if somebody actually comes out and they come out with a song, it's going to sell, it's going to sell a lot. You know, that's fantastic for the the, uh, the record company because they're making all the money up front. And then if the artist doesn't produce anything else, they can get rid of the artist because artists to the industry are dime a dozen. So they just made a lot of money off of that one song, but then they don't have to do, you know, follow up with that artist. They can just get somebody else to produce another one hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean that, that's a good point. That's a good point, actually. I never thought about that. And I think that. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I was approached actually by somebody, and they said, "Oh, you know, we can make you big and this and that." And and he said, "I'm going to have you perform in rodeos." And I'm like, "Hold up, I don't do rodeos." I don't do rodeos. This is not that kind of thing. And, you know, um, some people just don't care. They just want to make the money, like you said. They want to get out there and make money, you know. And if they never do anything again, then whatever. They they got the name out there for a minute. Um, but that goes back to me kind of saying how people do it for the wrong reasons. And I personally, and some, and lots of other people I know, love music because they just love music, and they love what it can do. I think music is very moving and emotional, and some people just do it for the money. And Pink actually, her first album she came out with, out with, sucked. It was horrible. It had nothing to it whatsoever. It was the most ridiculous lyrics. I listened to it. And for me, it meant nothing. I was like, whatever, it's okay. There's a couple beats that are nice. A lot of people went crazy over it. But her other one, she came out with with the Family Portrait song on it and some other stuff. She had said that she changed, you know, what she did, basically. She said she was not going to go by what everybody else was telling her to do anymore. She was going to do it her way. And I think that's the best way to go sometimes. It takes you longer to get where you want to be because, not everybody's biting for that type of music necessarily or looking at it because it's not the quick get-to-the-top type of stuff. But in the long run, I think that's what makes and holds musicians out there longer. You know, it keeps them in the spotlight longer because once they get there, people are like, wow, you know, I can really relate to that. And her, like I said, her next album was great. You know, I loved it. And I love the fact that she decided she was going to do it her way. Um, you know, and someone will eventually take notice of that, but a lot of people just want that quick fix, that quick money. So, I don't know. Anyhow, anything else? I think when an artist is true to themselves and if they come in from a place of pain, hurt, that's real for them, I, mm-hmm. I think it really translates to the audience. I went to a performance the other night and there was a guy there and I'm trying to remember the name of the song Um, oh gosh changing I don't know it had something to do with changes and he was in a wheelchair and to me it felt like he was rapping but 
his music actually touched me. And usually rap does not do that. I'm going to say that. Everybody that's ever heard me speak on the show knows that I'm a hardcore critic when it comes to rap. I'm probably not the best person to give an assessment of it. But if it's a, I can tell you this, if it's about, you know, where you grew up, if it's about your 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 tires, your rims, your cars, your women, your money, I pull off. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not going to mean shit to me, so keep it moving. But when it has something to do with what he was singing, or singing, excuse me, when he was rapping, I felt like I could feel him on that. It felt like he was he was really coming from a place of pain. And I don't know if it had to do with the fact that he was in a wheelchair or not, but I don't know. I felt that. That I felt. And it, you're, it, you're right, because when you speak from a place of pain or just a place of really knowing what you're speaking about, it comes across. You have to feel it. That's why I said I'm not going to go to a rodeo and sing about a truck and a dog, because it's just I'm not going to feel it, and no one's going to feel it from me. And, it's, you know, you're right about that. You're very right. A rodeo and a truck and a dog. You couldn't have used another but, analogy. Well, you know. <laughs> the only thing that was missing was beer. My tractor. <laughs> Sorry, my tractor. <laughs> the worst song ever is Candy Chesney's She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy. I absolutely hate that song. It's the most ridiculous song. What song was it? I'm sorry. She thinks my tracks are sexy. She thinks my tracks are sexy. Tractor. This tractor. This tractor is sexy. Oh. I don't know <laughs> what kind of music you be listening to, girl, but no, you need I'm to get that shit that. Out. <laughs> I've heard it before, though, but I'm going to make you listen to it after the show. <laughs> no, no you're not. No. I refuse. I will, you're not going to waste my minute. <laughs> horrible, horrible. I mean, um, it's great. How do you get off on that? How do you relate to that? I don't get it. Whatever. Each their own. So, how do you feel about Miss Tamar Braxton? I mean, so she she announces that she has this new CD that's coming. I have yet to see it drop. I may be wrong. I haven't seen it in the store yet. I still have the one track that I purchased off of iTunes, Love and War, but I haven't I seen anything song. else. So, I mean, do you think she? Well, a lot of people say that she was actually the the. Uh, no, I, I, I really, let me retract that statement. Um, so, <laughs> won't want to rub the bad wrong way. Uh, but uh, <laughs> do you feel that she has a career in music? Put it that way. I mean, yeah, I can I only base it off that one song. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I think she's strong. And Tony Braxton even said it herself a couple of times that Fate Mod sings the best out of all of them. Okay, he said it. I didn't. I think she is too. I think her voice is way less annoying. I can't stand Tony Braxton's voice. Sorry, put it out there. I like Tony Braxton out there. (laughs) (laughs) It ain't about beating him. (laughs) I just feel that her her voice is stronger than Tony Braxton. You know, and a lot of people since you went there said that she was actually (laughs) the voice. Over for Tony Braxton, but you know, 
who am I to say that she was or she wasn't? But at either way, I love them both dearly. And hopefully, you know, Miss Braxton, she's doing okay wherever she is. I know that, you know, she has lupus and she's, you know, trying to mm-hmm. do the right thing, take care of the health. So yeah. I wish she would come back for one more CD, though. Just one more. One more. Yeah. Well. Uh-huh. No, I haven't. I haven't heard anything more by Tamar either, so I can't really figure out how the CD is going to be by one song. But I do love the Love and War song. I absolutely love that song. I tell you what. I mean, as much as I like R&B and, and black music, I, I do have some um, some other music in my rotation, like Coldplay. Badass group. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys ever heard them. Coldplay. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah, they rock out. Uh, Lincoln Park. Uh, Justin Timberlake's uh, new song is pretty hot too. Student mm. time, I like that. That doesn't even now. <laughs> no, nah, you ain't feeling that uh, student time joint. Not really. Student tie shit. It's called student tie shit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I'm a student tie shit. That's right. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness! I, I like the beat, but then when I started this, I'm like, "What the hell?" <laughs> yeah, the beat is nice. Yeah. <laughs> the beat is nice. But that's the point of the song, now. <laughs> yeah, now it sounds like a classic. There's a rapper I like, Wale, local talent. In DC, his new joint is like that, with the with the girl uh, singing on it. What song? Excuse me. What's the song? Uh, I'm about to look it up right now. Why don't you sing it for us? <laughs> look at her. She's trying to put some out on the spot. Well, speaking of local talent. Um, What's that gentleman's name? Marcus Canty? I've heard of that guy. He came out with a nice CD. Very nice CD. I didn't put anything on the switchboard, but he's a, he has a very nice CD. Yeah, yeah oh, I'm sorry. Wale Jones called Bad uh, with, with the whole Sierra Thomas. Mm-hmm. Listen to that. That one is nice. Yeah, I don't know that one. I don't think I do unless I hear it first. That's a nice All right. So Miss Vanilla Sky wants to go ahead and take a break now. She's putting her finger in my face saying, you know, it's time for a break, bitch. So we're going to go ahead and take a break. <laughs> so if you're listening to the show and you're on the call, uh, we never did mute you. So we're going to ask you all to mute your phones now while we go into this track. And when the song is over, you can unmute your phone. And speaking of Miss Tamar Braxton, we're going to go ahead and play that song, Love and War.
But we need you, Corny. Come bring your ass back to work. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. Touche. So, um, yeah, that was a great show, actually. I I want to thank all the callers that called in and listened and that participated, actually. That was, that was a very interesting conversation. I had a great time. And I want to thank you, Merlo, for being you, just for being you. <laughs> oh, well, you don't want to thank me for being me because I'm a. Uh, let's go ahead and um, <laughs> give our guest the floor. Um, so we're going to start backwards. So again, we just want to go around the table. So caller number nine one three zero. Go ahead and give your shout out to the people. Say what's up if you want to, people to reach you, whatever. You can plug that in if you like. All right. <laughs> Great. Okay. Awesome. No comment. <laughs> Don't take it personal. I just cut people up. That's all. It's all it's out of fun. It's all out of fun. <laughs> all right. Next, um, we did unmute Tim. So, Tim, did you want to say any closing remarks or anything? Hey, I just want to say great show. Uh, thanks for having me. I really enjoy uh, tuning in to you guys. That's all. Thank you. We enjoy having you. Wait a minute. Speak for yourself. Huh? All right, I enjoy you. having you. She enjoys <laughs> having me. She really does. <laughs> I enjoy being here. I enjoy being here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vanilla. Now this is where you take the time to thank the people and all that other stuff. <laughs> but I already did it. I wanted to go first, so I went. <laughs> and I okay. thank so, everyone for coming on the show. <laughs> all right. All right. So we want to thank everyone for tuning in to Firmer Let's Determine Here on Blog Talk Radio, where we talked about you, we talked about everybody, we talked about the music of yesterday, we talked about the music of today. We also talked about uh, things uh, that's going on in the current world as far as music. We talked about the things going on in Korea. We talked about the celebrity gossip and things of that nature as well. Um, pretty much, um, if you go to our website, which is com, and make sure you like us on Facebook. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at Fermerlow. And pretty much that's all we have for you guys tonight. Uh, I believe we have a show on Friday or Saturday of this week, so just make sure that you stay on top of that and so you can see what's going on and popping. We also have another local artist that will be on the show by the name of Lady Duchess. So hopefully she'll be with us on 420 to celebrate 420. Anybody that knows what 420 is, we don't have to go any further. <laughs> All right. So once Can again, thank you for tuning in. Hurry up. We have 20 seconds. Prayers for the families in Boston. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Absolutely. Remember, everyone, do more than dream a dream. Live it. Holla. This right here's a petty trapper. Whoa. Put this on, put this on.
song on. Let me tell you what it is, put away the kids Time to get it up, get a cup, fill it up Feeling on a booty, nothing on a butt Time to get it back to the crib, beat it up Baby maker, baby maker, put your heels up in. 